Sometimes the universe is a little too difficult on us. Some days you almost think it's impossible to make it like everything around you is going wrong and that there is no hope left at all. But one must keep rolling because life becomes a little easier when you have someone to share the load with and when you least expect it. The rains will go away like they were never here and then all will be sunny like the story of the summer. Alive and kicking with Rahul Bamni. New episodes every Friday. Great. Uh welcome to Alive and Kicking Sharon. Uh it's a podcast where we share stories, uh, where we share perspectives and our opinions and I think it's 2020 uh, it's the best time to do this. I thought uh, we are home and we need to make a lot of conversation. So we are here doing this podcast. Uh before we begin, I would like to thank you for being a part of this so thank you so much for taking this hour out this, uh, this is i think it's it's great that i'm beginning this with you i i would not have thought of anyone else to start alive and kicking with so thank you i'm going to say thank you for calling me and thinking of me as worthy enough to be like the first person who comes up on your podcast so yes thank you very you excited very nervous with your <laughs> you totally deserve this i have to tell you uh before i begin i have to, i have to say sharon has graduated with me last year we've been friends since 3 years uh now currently fourth or fifth year i have lost count and i'm glad that i have uh she's been working uh in a performance marketing agency for over a year she's left that part of her life she's moved on to now be a part of the prestigious maika which is in amdabad <laughs> and she's doing her pg if i'm not wrong pg slash masters yes 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 so uh before any of you ask me or you wonder why sharon is here uh, is because sharon is the most vulnerable person i know uh or she's one of the many vulnerable people i have known in my life and uh, she's here to talk to us about the essence of vulnerability <laughs> how are you feeling sharon uh, i'm feeling very excited uh, i'm i'm a little overwhelmed with uh, the whole complimentary aspect that i just got the welcome in so yeah <laughs> thanks thanks uh, so uh, i want to do this uh, in depth and i've been i think reading up since the last two days i've shared a few things with you uh, over the conversation that we've had and uh, so like i told you one of the reasons why you are here and you are a part of this episode is because i have learned the lesson of vulnerability from you as a friend and it's been a growing journey uh, i although i i think i i remember growing up um as someone who always wanted to express or who always wanted to be the first one to express and i am so glad that i got along a friend who was similar you know and it was so difficult to find people like you like me uh so so which is why we are doing this and i i want to ask you what is what is your idea of vulnerability um so i think majorly people kind of associate vulnerability with this notion of being like a very negative emotion or negative trait to have but uh, however cliche this may sound i think it's totally the opposite of that and in my life for me vulnerability just means like making um 
I don't know, like taking full advantage of the experiences that I have in general, whether if it's just even like the smallest things or the small things that, you know, kind of lead up to the whole thing. And yeah. I think it is so much more important to keep putting yourself out there because you don't know what will happen. You can't really keep regretting the past or you don't really have control or influence over the future to an extent which you would want to. The only thing you can kind of control is what you're doing in the next five or 15 minutes. So you can't even think very, very long term. But I think kind of putting yourself out every minute, every second, just so that you could maybe just, you know, have like a different experience than what you would have if you didn't put yourself out there. That is what I think is vulnerability to me. So while we're while we're while we're going there, uh, so what what this is is uh, I just tried myself and tried to Google the meaning of vulnerability or being vulnerable, and I was mm -hmm. so stunned to find uh, this meaning, uh, which is so contradictory to what you just said, you know, and uh, and I've been wanting to cross check this with you because because here we are thinking that vulnerability is being. Uh, your truest self and expo or you know just putting yourself out there ex taking every living experience that you can uh, but here is it visible rabbi now yeah I can yeah see it now. here it says vulnerable uh, the adjective means exposed to the possibility of being attacked or harmed either physically or emotionally and it has nothing to do with what you mentioned or what I have been believing all my life and I, I will continue to do so uh, so I just wanted to say, uh, don't you think there are these two parts to it where uh, vulnerability means being someone who, uh, being the first one to do something uh, and and then here the Google uh, definition of it is being attacked uh, or being exposed to an attack or being exposed to harm. So what do you think? What do you think about this dichotomy of, of the same word? So I'm going to go back to what I said before. This is majorly because we have kind of associated this whole negative notion with the word. But I think inherently when you uh, talk about vulnerability, it is kind of uh, being open in a very generic sense. And it is being open to both wounding and pleasure. But nobody tells you about the good side of it. Everybody wants to focus on you know, how they've had a bad experience or how they've kind of been hurt by, you know, situations or people or something like that. But I still believe that it is kind of experiencing wholeheartedly everything that comes your way. And I, um, I'm not very sure if this is kind of like a little bit far-fetched, but it kind of, you know, uh, kind of entangles itself with the whole hopes and expectations ka ideas. So it's like when you get into something and you expect, for it to pan out in a certain way or you expect for it to work out in a certain way then you kind of don't leave any room to get surprised because you know you want the best outcome so when you don't have the best outcome then you're suddenly feeling bad about why you actually put yourself in that position in the first place but when you kind of just hope and you know you're just hoping like you know okay maybe this works out maybe this doesn't we'll see when it happens then when it actually works out you are so much more surprised because you did not really attach the whole feeling that, you know, I know that this is going So that kind of, it kind of entangles with that. And I think vulnerability kind of, you know, goes very hand in hand with the hope aspect. And which is why we kind of like, you know, need to, need both sides of the story. Because I think we all are really fed up of getting one side narratives of like everything. So, 
so that yes. is why yeah so i think it's both ways it's being open to both things and kind of not assuming that the worst would always happen to you so yeah it's just both yeah so basically yeah you're trying to tell us that the definition actually is about being open to both sort of outcomes be it good be it bad and it's just differently put out there on google thank you thank you so much sharan so i was going through my research and uh, i came across this idea that uh, there are two types of people uh, sharon uh, and uh, there are people who look in the mirror and they find faults or they find that they lack something and i i think i am one of those people uh, and then there is this other other set of people who look in the mirror and they just tell themselves oh how perfect i am you know and uh, there is no uh, there is no true mirror uh, if we are to believe you know so where do you consider yourself where do you find yourself in these either of the two and uh, do you think do you think either of them do any harm do you do you think looking in the mirror and saying oh you know i have blemishes i have wrinkles or oh, you know i don't think so i'm the i'm the color the best color in the world or you know uh, or telling myself that i am the most amazing person in this world and nobody can beat me and so what what are the outcomes what do you think where do you see yourself in either so uh, if i have to put myself in one of the types i'm going to say there's a third type who look in the mirror and who are kind of like okay with the way they are not just okay i think they they look in the mirror and they're like you know what i think i am freaking great so i kind of fall into that category and uh, with regard to what kind of outcomes everybody brings from how they believe in i think again there are two sides to the story so they can be good outcomes they can be bad outcomes and uh, the people who look into the mirror and you know kind of have uh, you know have to like nitpick on you know what is wrong with them i think essentially they end up being very very self conscious about themselves and uh, then you know nothing they are just going to like think of themselves as you know we are not good enough so any amount of validation that comes their way any amount of compliments that come their way they are going to look at it from the eye of you know a lot of skepticism and be like you know what i don't think the person actually means this and then if you go to the side of people who you know kind of look into the mirror and find themselves perfect i mean not to sound cliche again but you're not really you're not god so you know you can't really call yourself perfect in every aspect because i think we as humans have this inherent need where we want to be the best in everything and i think you can strive to be the best in everything yes but do you ever reach a level where you know you can just call yourself that you know what i don't have anything else to add up to me to add up to my skills to add up to my traits i am the best version of myself i am the best I don't think you reach can ever level. kind of reach that phase. Yeah, because there are a lot of experiences that you're going to have. There are a lot of learnings that are going to come your way, and uh, it's it's as basic as what they keep telling you. You know, like every day you kind of learn something new. So kind of having the attitude that you know I'm perfect. I don't need to kind of you know imbibe anything more in me. It's kind of not the right way to continue doing life. because uh, like if i was like an addict of you know something but i still looked at myself thinking that you know what i think i am perfect in my own eyes of course main to best hi raungi na everybody looks yeah. most of the people look at what they do 
and uh, most of the people look at their course of actions with a very rose colored lens that you know i'm not i'm not going to like pay attention to how it affects other people and all till it's kind of giving me a way to keep moving forward and i don't think that happens which is third why i aspect. said that you know i kind of belong to the third aspect of people where you know you kind of look into the mirror and you're like you know what oh my god i have a wedding to go to but a pimple has popped up on my face but i'm going to be okay because why should i stress about something which one is not in my control two i could try to do something extent. about it but then again only to a particular extent i can't really you know kind of like vanish it or you know just kind of make it go away forever because it's just going to keep coming back in a lot of uh, what you say in a lot of situations it's going to keep coming back and the best thing i can do with myself is you know i can equip myself to handle that better the next time it comes because when you face something for the first time it's very easy to kind of you know get bogged down by oh my god how am i going to do this and then you kind of think that you know my life is over i'm not going to be able to do this but you kind of you know pick yourself up you get out of it and then you think that you know what if this comes back again but you're not thinking the fact that you've already you know faced it before so when it comes back again you also are so much more equipped to deal with it again so that is yeah. the kind of yeah that is the kind of uh, whole mindset that has to be there i think i'm going to call this category resilient because <laughs> that's the set of people you belong to you you you're not afraid to fall and you're you're very much ready to get back up again and so obviously i think it tells us that um perfect being perfect or i don't know perfectionism is neither great skepticism is neither great i think you they they have their sort of consequences uh great um so you know when i was going through the definition uh of vulnerability i i like i told you i thought of uh being exposed to attack or being exposed to harm and it brought back this entire idea that while i was growing up i was bullied for a long time and uh which made me realize was it me being vulnerable and was it me allowing people to do it to me uh or was it just happening you know so there was this there was this constant battle in my mind about was it my fault uh, or if not then why why does this happen to people who are vulnerable why do a lot of people in their early school days who are okay with themselves who are okay with who they are and who are being themselves get uh get i don't know they just get harmed for no reason you know so i think that was the that was the sort of uh idea that i had but thanks to you i think i i, I cleared it out uh, right now which i also realized in this entire conversation uh like we had two set of people uh in the in the mirror theory let's just call it the mirror theory uh there are two people uh, there are two sets of people those who uh, live larger than life and those whose lives are larger than themselves uh the the whole idea of some people think that life is a big event and i am a very minute small or small part small part of it you know and yeah. i think and there are those people who think i am life you know i am the i am the way to go uh so what what do you, what are your thoughts about this do you think uh, it do you agree to it do you do you consider or do you resonate with either of these or, or another third category <laughs> no no i'm not i'm not adding any other category here but uh, if i would have to resonate with one of them i would 
it is definitely the part where you know i think i'm a very small part in the whole large section of events whether it's just my story or whether it's about anybody who i meet even my most uh, you know the smallest of interactions that we have and all you kind of play a role in everybody's story and uh, you know you might be the protagonist of your own story so for yourself you can be like you know ha main hi hu that's okay but i think at the end of the day every step on the way every interaction that you have every situation that you find yourself into every situation that you know you fall and you pick yourself up or you know even if you get help from people that help you pick yourself up they kind of lead to the eventual you know the whole cobweb of life so i think it's definitely the second part where part you know, of the universe i'm just i'm i'm very yeah, small part very of small everything part. that's happening yeah and i think it's so much more better to kind of you know look at it like that because then when you think of yourself as small you know just like a minute part of course it's like every drop makes the ocean right so you are an important part of it but you're not the only part of it so you can also look at your issues or your problems or anything you're facing like a very small part of it like i have something today it's kind of bothering me but it's not the only thing in my life i have so many other things in life so many other aspects so many other factions of life that i one can look it. forward to so this is just one of it so i will not let it dictate my state of mind i will not let it dictate my behavior because i have so much more than that to offer or to experience in itself Yeah I think this reminds me I was watching this one interview of Shahrukh Khan and uh, he said in the interview that uh, when he came in Bombay or you know when he was going to begin his career he used to often go to Juhu beach and keep looking at the ocean only to make him realize that he's such a tiny part he's so small yeah. and the ocean is so big so accepting so huge that it it made him humble in this process and i think i think we all need to do this i think we just have to remind ourselves that we are not we are not the rajnikanth of our movies we are <laughs> we are we are like the side role or maybe we are a very tiny role but a very crucial role but at the same time a very crucial role and i think we have a huge part to play in um, all everyone's story you know and through your conversations till now i just i just came down to this conclusion that is it is it okay to say that vulnerability is being honest is is just being honest in the moment and i i just figured that the more honest you are the less compromising you are if i don't if you don't like uh if you don't like jazz music in a party you're not going to dance to it you know yeah. that's that's you being honest if i don't like uh, i don't know brinjal rajma chawal or whatever if i don't like a particular thing and i'm being honest and i you know i'm being vulnerable that i don't like it i'm not going to eat it so i'm less compromising in life and i will do more things that i like and i am happy with uh, which also brings to the point that if you, if there are more people who who you start being honest to you will have to compromise less in your life which is such a great revolution because you feel so good that yeah, i i don't mean to call it call it uh, unnecessary stuff or garbage i just it's things that don't they are not they don't need to be there and you're just eliminating them more the honesty less the compromise i think do you agree with it do you think it's 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 okay <laughs> i think to an extent yes but to another extent also like uh, i think yeah i think i would agree to that because it's like if you want to compromise for a situation or for a relationship for a person whatever you would do it if that means that much to you 
but at the end of the day more honesty kind of you know just makes everything so much more easier and so much more clear because at the end of the day yeah. you can't really carry on your life with you know having all these inhibitions on you that you know what is somebody else going to think what is somebody else going to think because uh everything cannot be as simple as black and white like if you agree to something i agree to something we both are on the same page cool where do we go from here nowhere because we just kind of agreed about it but what if you bring forth another opinion and i bring forth another opinion so then we both kind of exchange opinions and then we have so much more to learn so much more to talk about and which will kind of you know branch out into more different conversations and ideas and everything so yeah i think that it's better to be honest which is obviously easier said than done because again again people will just uh, everybody kind of uh, associates it with the whole idea that you know if i am being honest if i am being brash then i'm kind of you know calling upon people to you know kind of hurt me or use me yeah i think i think people take it in a very different way i think that's that's probably the misunderstanding of communication but but i get your point you know i i get the whole idea that honesty really goes a long way yeah i think i think it does go a long way uh i am going to share something with you uh right now uh, i was reading this uh book called the story of my experiments with truth by mk gandhi and uh, i haven't finished it obviously but uh, in the part 1 chapter 9 uh, he talk this is mr gandhi talking okay he says uh, it was 10:30 or 11 pm i was giving the massage my uncle offered to relieve me i was glad and went straight to the bedroom my wife poor thing was fast asleep but how could she sleep when i was there i woke her up in 5 or 6 minutes however the servant knocked at the door i started with alarm i start with uh, i started with alarm get up he said father is very ill uh i knew of, i knew of course that he was very ill and so i guessed that very ill meant at the moment i sprang out of bed what is the matter do tell me father is no more i saw that if uh and then mk gandhi goes on mr gandhi goes on to say if i saw that if animal passion had not blinded me i should have been spared the torture of separation from my father during his last moments uh he says i had therefore always regarded myself as a lustful husband a faithful but a lustful husband it took me long to get free from the shackles of lust and i had to pass through many ordeals before i could overcome it i feel it is i, I this excerpt from this book uh is one of the things i feel is the most vulnerable it could be i never thought the great father of the nation would talk about uh in the last moments of his father's death he could go in the bedroom and you know he would want to uh, probably have intercourse or you know he would want to talk about it in a book so openly that the world could read and he just so happily uh mentions in the book that uh, he considers himself a faithful husband but a lustful yes. faithful and i think it is so such a great deal to just openly be vulnerable and tell the world that yeah i was lustful in the most absurd moments of my life and i regret it and he says in the end that i want to take uh, i want the youngsters or the people of the for coming generation who are going to get married to take myself as an example he says uh, nothing else could be expected let all those who are married be warned by my example and i think it couldn't get more vulnerable than this can you believe if he could be so vulnerable and I I mean who are we 
i think do you have any such i think favorites i do you like reading these particular parts in in your favorite books and feel okay this this was that vulnerable moment i think yes books and a lot of these uh, online platforms and all where you know people kind of pour out their stories where they want to have the anonymous tag because again they don't really they want to come outright to the world but not exactly kind exactly. of on their own terms kind of thing because they yeah. still kind of fear the whole judgment or how they are going to be perceived as so yeah i do because when you read such things that's when you kind of realize that you're not the only one which is one of the major things that we need to kind of sort out in our head that i am not the only one who feels like this everybody feels like this even it's my mom or my dad or people i'm living with or my friends or even the most perfect person i have come across the person i perceive as to be the most perfect or you know to be the most unflawed individual if i may <laughs> say so i think yeah it kind of just uh, i think it kind of grounds you because uh, if somebody like mahatma gandhi could come out to the world and be like you know what this is what i did and this is what i'm going to kind of you know regret for the rest of my life and this is why you should try to take this and you know it should work Learn, as an example yeah. for you so that you don't kind of you don't have to go through that process where you know you face it and then you have to kind of pick yourself up which is why i'm giving it to you personally ki ye hai ab tum ye mat karo so that kind of makes it so much more honest and brash because we because again we don't expect it from somebody like gandhi ji because for a lot of people you know he's like the epitome of perfection that he's perfection. done so many things in his life he's done so many things right in his life so how could somebody like him have an incident like this so that kind of like it that kind of resonates with everybody i think yeah i think the of... more vulnerable we are the more examples we are putting out there and i think we are in a way trying to make the world a little easier for those coming <laughs> i think it's sort of fair to say that uh, i'm going to i'm going to ask you um, so i came across this song called vulnerable by selena gomez, gomez yesterday yes. <laughs> and i i couldn't believe it was out 6 months before <laughs> and this it just made so much sense i it's and I, moreover than the song obviously the way she's written it uh you know if you actually see her lyrics they bluntly mention that uh you know if i were to give myself to you i know you would drop it i know you would disappoint me and and i'm so glad that more people are coming out and write i mean artists like selena and obviously others were coming out and writing so much about being vulnerable you know and people hurting them and you know being okay with the hurt and then moving on sharon is there a go to song that you go back to that makes you feel vulnerable so i don't really have like a go to song because i kind of like i am it's a, a playlist Yeah like I am a Bollywood person by heart so you know even oh, so even yeah. though like some english songs kind of you know evoke those feelings inside you and everything No no like, I I meant I meant any hindi song as well because I think I have a song but I'm going to tell you after you No you're going to you're going to tell me first <laughs> Okay so I you've heard it I mean it's it's lagjagale uh it's oh, the yes. famous yeah and I I don't I mean I just have to put that song on and you will have me cry in like 10 minutes that's it it'll bring back all those things that i feel vulnerable about but yeah that's my that's my go to vulnerable song what's yours so i do actually have a playlist which has like about over 100 songs where you know when you're kind of feeling like sad wow. and then you kind of want to you know 
just encapsulate yourself into this small little circle and overwhelm yourself with everything so that you know you kind of like let everything out in a way that you know once you get out of that circle you're just going to look at everything like you know hey this is so sunny this is so much more better kind of thing so god you should share that playlist <laughs> with the world <laughs> it's inherently all of these uh, bollywood slow songs which kind of like you know have like very low voices or low singers so if i have to like just name something like very recent so it's going to be like tum saath ho from tamasha or it is like yeah. moh moh ke dhage so oh yeah like these, i love like that song these songs like you know you could just have like one of these songs on repeat and then you know it's just kind of it's it just kind of overtakes you it's like that it does you it know? does yeah. i don't know there's some sort of magic in songs and i think it, i think songs in movies and books are helping us uh, a so lot so much through, more through this process <laughs> right i'm so glad uh do you think there's if if at all if there's an evident thing uh, what what is going to be a pro and a con for uh, vulnerability i think i'll start the, with the con first because okay. uh, like even though i am a vulnerable person myself i wouldn't go ahead and say that you know there are not times where i have felt that you know i could kind of what you say not have something like this and kind of you know just shut this part of me where be i would hard, not put be a my hardcore bitch you mean <laughs> yeah like you know just be like you know i don't really care about this and this and that but then i think the whole um, shutting it down also and locking it up also can only work for like a particular time period so the con will obviously be that it is a very uncertain place to put yourself into because you don't know what to expect and we as humans kind of get like very anxious with uncertainty in general, in general. we kind of like want to make connections with everything that you know happens with us or happens in our life kind of thing so the con would obviously be this whole discomfort that comes by putting yourself in a position of that uncertainty the pros i'm going to say is uh, i have somebody told me this and it goes like uh, there are stories that remain stories and then there are stories that kind of become movements and if we start evoking conversation and we start evoking stories about vulnerability and how it affects almost everybody of us it can kind of lead into so so much bigger it can kind of lead to such a monumental impact that it will have on people and which will kind of you know normalize the whole thing universally So I think that is the biggest pro. Like what you're doing right now is also something like that only. You're kind of evoking it. You're kind of you know trying to do your bit spark. into this whole, yeah, a little a little, a little light, a little speck of light into that whole huge ass the dark dungeon where everybody kind of puts themselves into and thinks that you know or koi nahi hai yahan pe. It's just me myself and I and I kind of have to deal with everything yourself. So it's just kind of that one. small helping hand where you can tell people that you know what this is totally normal you're not the only one and it is not a bad trait to have so that is what yeah. i would say is a pro we're in this together we're <laughs> in this together yeah, yeah i love how my captions our captions are going to uh, star mark and hashtag the abuses because i said hardcore bitch and <laughs> it just doesn't recognize it i love this uh where do you think uh, where do you think vulnerability comes from and how do you think we can enhance it hmm 
where do you think it comes from i think we as humans are just vulnerable people since the very beginning since our inception and over the course of time when we have experiences or we have you know interactions kind of thing then we decide to take a course of action whether you know i'm going to continue being vulnerable or i'm not going to continue being vulnerable so while a lot of people think that uh, you know kind of going for the latter option is going to be easier like i said in the previous answer also that it can kind of work only for a little bit of time because you can't go ahead and try to kind of get the whole experience of life in general if you're going to be so conscious about everything if you're going to like you know put yourself into this small little box and be like you no. know what i'm going to like you know wear a shield 24/7 and that's how i'm going to face life every day it doesn't really happen and the only way to kind of enhance it is to kind of be very mindful of the fact that a lot of things that come easy while it may provide a lot of instant gratification it is those things that you know will make you laugh and it is things that will make you ball your eyes out or it is things that will you know kind of uh what do you say make you want to jump into the mud and get all dirty and all when those things kind of last in your life those are the things that will kind of make the most impact and those are the things you are going to be the most proud of when you look back because you're going to be like you know what i went through all of these things i went through so many situations so many uncertainties to kind of have this in my life and which is why this kind of matters more than what something just something just was provided to me very very easily and like again so, to kind of enhance it or to kind of be mindful of it i think it it takes a lot of conscious effort but it kind of has to like stem from ourselves where you kind of first have to be very okay with the whole fact about vulnerability and you know be okay with you know what i'm going to put myself out there and let me see what happens even if mm-hmm. i've had like really bad experiences or even if you know i have totally lost faith in humanity and all of those things so it kind of i'm going to give it another chance yeah i'm going to yeah. give it another chance because i'm just going to be open to the prospect of you know getting surprised this time uh the poem is called portrait of a prostitute uh quite different and the poetry says in the fields tangle uh hardly conscious skulking she lies corpse like mouth half open crushed by the path watching the faces of young oglers on both sides she lapses into silence with just one thought if my womb had not been so crushed by passerbys my sons too would have come to youth by now and my daughters to would be an age to be married that's that's one bit of it and i'm going to show you the other poem uh so the three poetries that i really loved and i thought they made so much sense uh you know can you see it yes it's called feeling feeling the feeling the feeling that you are close that's all just a sense that you are around flustered among countless people abashed by the eyes of strangers eyes that sting cling to the body colder than ice smoldering eyes entangled and wrapped by countless gazes one face among countless faces ensnared in a thousand strands withdrawn afraid a trifle shy the feeling that you are close that's all 
simply a sense that you are close and i'm going to show you the third poem before we get to discuss these uh i i know you are you i don't know if you're as passionate but i think you are i i think you're very passionate about poetry and dismantling poetry and finding meaning in it this one's called rape uh nothing happened as it always does in films no rains no winds nor a forest scene no moon in the sky to ignite passion frenzies no cascading spring nor the sighs of sighs of a rustling river no music in the background to whip up a storm of feelings nor was she a seductive goddess drenched in the rain just a woman weak vulnerable four men only because they were men pinned her against a wall and raped her and these are poetries i have to tell you um these are poetries that are written by gulzar uh in hindi and i got this book from calcutta and these were the three poems i came across that really really were vulnerable in its in the written sense and can you really think of people writing this you know just uh, going to the first poem you know portrait of a prostitute uh, about how how they think that even a prostitute could have a heart of her own and how she would want to have her own children and want to see them grow get married have education uh, what what do you think as artists as people following artists as people reading poetry and books how much of responsibility do do written uh, you know poetry or books get when it comes to vulnerability being shown i think they have a very very major role to play on what influences our what generation our opinion yeah. of okay. vulnerability again also generation yes of course because i of think course. we are we are in in a world where it is so much more important to kind of have the whole trait of empathy now more than ever have the whole trait of understanding now more than ever have the whole trait of you know being able to kind of put yourself in somebody else's shoes or put somebody above yourself and just be like you know what i understand you and the poems that you read out to me if i had to kind of describe it in the equivalent of myself it would be like i split open myself and i just like gave it up and i'm just like you know what you're going to go and you're going to infer what you get out of this so it's kind yeah. of so it's it's not it's not honest it is it is so brash to the extent that it would make us feel super super uncomfortable at times because of you know how descriptive it is more so because of how real it is and how real it, it feels I because was, i had goosebumps when you i was <laughs> no was, i mean i was just about to say uh, it's it's truth and truth in its truest sense and i really can't believe that being so vulnerable in 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 just poetry and i'm someone i mean you know i've been writing poetry for so long but for i so haven't long. been able to write something as as wonderful as strong as this and it makes you feel like you mentioned so uncomfortable so uncomfortable reading the poetry on rape reading the poetry on prostitutes 
and you know it just feels you it makes you feel so lost and why why am i reading this and some people out there would not even consider this art at all you know or they a would poetry. be like yeah they yeah and even... and i can't tell you i have narrated these to you in english and they were written in hindi can you believe I that i think they that would in... just be much more gut wrenching <laughs> than the hindi yeah you know just so i think like yeah i mean great influence and it has a lot of responsibility like you said um at the same moment sharon you've been doing social media uh you've been a part of social media as a as an individual you've been a part of an agency that does social media work as well uh, what sort of things you come across uh on these platforms when it comes to vulnerability i'm so sorry uh, uh because uh for example i could say nudity could be vulnerability you know someone someone considering nudity or showing uh, their skin on on the instagram on the facebook could be vulnerability someone writing could be vulnerability making a movie a short film could be vulnerability what kind of versions do you come across what do you think of what do you think of social media as a platform where vulnerability is either enhanced or you know what is mis- misunderstood maybe yeah so with regard to the whole nudity example you gave i think being vulnerable in itself to a lot of people feels like they are nude in front of a lot of people which is why the whole discomfort and which is why the whole like you know what i don't really think i like being like this or i don't really think i like being so open with regard to social media um you know that i am not a very big fan of it <laughs> but uh, more so with the whole representation of whether topics like vulnerability and all come across i think to an extent they don't i mean of course there is kind of like an uh, this whole wave that is kind of starting right now which has started in the last 5 6 years and everything but i still think that we haven't come to a place where you know it is very normalized or it is very you know like we could be going through our instagram feed and where it won't make you stop twice and be like wait what is this does this person literally say this did this person really put a picture like that out why would the person do that what went inside the mind of the person before he or she did it i think we haven't reached that phase because uh, if it's kind of you know making you stop and go back to it or it's kind of making you stop and you know take it to people around you and talk about it in not with not the intent of what it means or with not the intent it had in mind because if at the end of the day everybody is trying to tell their own stories but somehow uh, stories about vulnerability don't kind of reach us in the way that they should and with the magnitude that they should and uh, if if i can if i can give you like a very um, personal example with what i had while i was working so i was working with a brand and we kind of decided to run like a mothers day contest which happened last year and so it was like a very basic instagram post where you know put up this post and you're like you know write in the comments why your mother is your hero or uh, you know why she is the person you look up to and everything and while there are a lot of comments who are like you know kind of like totally sugar coated with you know because she's nice and she's sweet and she does this and she does that for me we had like one comment which was like super super long and it was like bifurcated into three different comments and that person went on into such a lot of detail about his whole what do you say childhood where you know he kind of lost his mom but he also saw his mom while she was like you know on bed for like 
a few years and he kind of went through the whole phase where he saw her health deteriorate by the minute so i think kind of putting yourself out there even if it is like you know just below an instagram post or even if you know a, a lot of people will just look at it that you know you know so he just wants to win a prize that is why he's kind of taking the whole human impact wala angle or he's taking the whole emotional angle but i think even the smallest thing like this can make a lot of difference because you know you have these comments that come and then there are a lot of nice people like you and me who will reply to that comment and be like you know what more power to you or you know yeah. a lot of love coming your way and all of that and there will be another set of people who are going to probably screenshot it and send it on their group and make fun about you know how somebody is just doing it for the attention or how somebody is just doing it so that you know he can be in the news or you know he kind of wins something or something but i think it's so much more important to look at these things uh with a view that you know these people are not trying to get anything from you in return not every relationship not everything is transactional in nature sometimes sometimes people just want to be heard and sometimes rather than us just talking all the time the best thing we could do is just listen and i think that is one of the dots that social media is still trying to bridge till today and i think majorly social media also needs to kind of bridge this gap between what we think what google tells us vulnerability is and what we actually kind of experience in real life and how those two are such stark contrasts of each other and why it is so much more necessary to know both sides of the story in literally everything especially social media at the end of the day you just need both sides of the story yeah yeah and thank you to bring attention to to bring limelight to that uh, sometimes vulnerability gets misunderstood for attention seeking and it's not i mean period it's not period it's not uh, attention seeking this is th- thank you and i have to tell you before uh, we are going to do the last uh, segment uh, i just have to bring back this flashback that i remember meeting you in 2016 june and i uh, and it's been a, it's been great so far knowing you for so many years and i remember this one day i don't know for what god reason i was weeping in the class <laughs> with you i was crying my eyes out i have no i can't recollect it why i think maybe i had a hard uh, month I, it was it was a bad night probably something happened home i don't know but i was crying my eyes out with you in the class in front of people and i think it was a break it was between two lectures and i remember just you crying with me Uh, at the same time and and while while this was happening while this incident incident was taking place here i had a huge group of people just staring at me and wondering uh, why is he doing it is he doing it for attention is he doing it what is wrong with him some probably you know some question why is he doing this some question some probably claim that i did it for uh, for the for the attention but but i remember that day so vividly i think out of all the days that we've had together as friends you know that i wept and wept about for 20 minutes and you wept with, with you <laughs> and then then we just had like a group see where everybody came and prayed for us uh, i remember anubhav coming and praying for us uh, and then the whole uh, like whoever was around they just came but 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 thanks i think this is what we need uh, you know when we go ahead 
as individuals even even to those in college even to those who are probably 30 40 50 80 90 i don't know you just need someone to sit with you a friend you know a, a relative uh, a stranger for that matter of fact even a stranger just to sit and listen and and probably cry if they can cry along because you had the capacity to do that always and <laughs> you had the you had the understanding and the and the caliber to comprehend the pain i had and probably empathize with me and and probably relate to it resonate uh, with it Uh, so thank you i i think i i i had to recollect this because we are talking about vulnerability and crying because vulnerability for men is so different uh, you know uh, because when men and men don't cry or men are not expected not to ex- to cry to cry and so sorry <laughs> and they can't express and they have to be stubborn and they just have to be uptight and you know act like or oh, be a man i think i get to hear that even now even when it's 2020 so i think just this just had this story had to be here for people to know that i cried in 2016 with sharon i cry now also uh <laughs> and i will cry in the future as well so that is uh, that is one I, habit i don't think we should outgrow should thanks if you were talking to another stranger mm-hmm. who is you know who wants to be vulnerable and stuff uh but but what would be your advice just not advice advice would be a wrong word just two cents maybe two cents my yes, thoughts what? yes yes <laughs> um So I think I would just say that um we all have a right to have an opinion we all have a right to feel things according to what we want and about what we want so I think why when you could when we kind of come to terms with you know yeah this is my particular opinion or this is where I stand with a particular person or with a particular situation or an incident so when you kind of have the capacity and you have the gift where you could have an opinion and you could feel something in particular why why hold yourself back than just putting it out there because you know it seems very easy if i say something that you know what is the worst that could happen because even when i came here i was like what is the worst that could happen what if i kind of turn into the next arya bhata sabte so i'm just going to give the internet and other reason to laugh about <laughs> no, no. or something like that So I think yes I think first of all don't don't expect the worst out of all situations give yourself the space to be surprised give yourself the space to kind of deal with things that you did not see coming and more so I think it is so much more important to be vulnerable or just open to a lot of things in life is because it's going to help you connect with yourself and with people so much more better it's going to kind of you know make you feel more things feel better than you were doing it's not going to be so much more surface level with a lot of people or with yourself you're going to kind of get a better understanding of yourself and uh, and again like i said before it's it's just i don't know i just think it's i don't think it's a negative thing i think it's like a real asset that you can have and i think that is how people should kind of look at it which is why you know the whole gradual change from it being a negative trait and it being something that everybody should kind of you know be open to experiencing because i cannot just tell somebody that you know yeah you have chosen to not be vulnerable so you it's know to process. start from it's tomorrow it's not going to happen that soon and 
yeah it's a process but again it's it's a conscious process if that is something that you would want to be because i think that that is the kind of human we should strive to be but then again if you have a different uh, approach towards it and if you choose to not uh, you know accept it or kind of you know even give an That's experience like well, that to yeah. yourself then it's totally fine i'm not yeah i'm not going to tell you that you know you have to be vulnerable no it's our philosophy i think we are going to put this disclaimer in the beginning yeah. saying this is just ours our <laughs> philosophy our thoughts you can choose not to follow them or choose we are not we are not this, this is, is not, not propaganda nobody is okay. funding not, us and yeah. <laughs> yeah we are not political leaders should i'm going to go in a lot of trouble <laughs> both of us both you, of us you yeah. and me both are going to get a call now. yeah so i think i think it has to come with the fact that you know just acknowledge vulnerability with all sides that it has to offer rather than just yeah. looking at the negative side and then come to terms with the fact if this is something that you want to have in your life because i'm not telling you to just downright accept it because that is not possible you kind of need to acknowledge it firstly that you know there is something like that that exists it exists inside you also maybe not it is not uh, like uh, it is dormant compared to the rest of the traits that you show or the rest of the identities that you show people but there are going to be a lot of situations where you know kind of vulnerability is going to be that one major aspect that will kind of get you out of it or you know kind of uh, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger thing so it's going to be that one trait so i think which is why it's so much more necessary to kind of hold on to it kind of hone it because once you come to terms with the fact that you are this kind of person then everything just gets so much more easier and everything gets so much more better because you're looking at the world differently you're looking at people differently and your whole understanding of yourself changes to an extent where you know one you will not be as disappointed as you used to be when you did not give yourself this chance and i'm not telling you that you're not going to have bad experiences because if you only had the yeah. good experiences in life it wouldn't really make sense what are we doing if we are not having uncomfortable conversations or we're not having unconventional conversations because then is the same thing everybody is talking about a and b what happens to the people who are talking about c why are we not talking about something else which is why it's so much more necessary to kind of embrace it and not kind of yeah. run away from it that's the only yeah, thing and... that i would say and again it's <laughs> yeah, not, not an advice to don't <laughs> and 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 while we close it the last question would be uh, sharon what is the essence of vulnerability according to you No, it's the it's what the episode is about. <laughs> it's the most important question. I have I have I have spoken so much now. Yeah, I don't I know, know what I more just, I, I could speak be, about it. I think it's going to be confusing, but I, it does make sense when I really read the captions with what you're actually saying. But yeah, what what will be the essence? Uh, like like the essence of being a man is is changed today. You know, earlier it was being. being macho being you know whatever this today is being you it's being okay it's okay to cry it's okay to be the homemaker it's you know so the essence has changed over a period of time same goes for women uh, so what what do you think is the essence of vulnerability 
I'm going to go back to what I said earlier. It is the whole idea of uh, kind of opening up yourself and being open to both wounding and pleasure. So you're going to just kind of go ahead, take every day as it comes. But also you're not going to, you know, kind of just totally lose your shit if you're in a position where, you know, you did not see coming. And I, I, I don't know what I can exactly say because me as a person, I don't really fear uncertainty. I have kind of made my peace with the fact so it doesn't make me anxious and all anymore. But I have my own best friend who can't deal with the fact of uncertainty. And her anxiousness just kind of like hits the roof and you know she's like totally lost it. So that's why it is different of for course. different people. All... Of course it will be because we are all, we are on our own journeys where we are having we're taking different course of actions. We Our behavior is going to ultimately take us to different places in the end. But I think it just has to be a very conscious process. And again, don't run away from it. If you want to run away from it, yes, go ahead. But you know, I think just sometime it's okay to put yourself out there and just be like, uh, you know what, I'm just going to take this day as it comes. Maybe just start with as simple as, you know, today I'm just going to say yes to everything that happens in my in my life just for one day and you know of course don't tell your friends and all that because then they're probably going to make you the most yeah, stupid things in the whole world orange juice but on you could... you're going to be like yes <laughs> <laughs> but i get your point yes yeah, so it could be it could be yeah it could be that simple or you know just kind of i don't know just pen down your thoughts in a journal or in a book where you know what you are okay with people knowing about you and what you're not okay with people knowing about you and why are these certain things not okay to you so when you know you kind of had have like an analysis of yourself so then you can kind of get to the root of you know what is actually stopping you or what is actually holding you back and then you can kind of go on another course of action where you can kind of you know try to mend this or kind of rectify it and I'm not saying it's a flaw or anything it's not it's just one of the other things which we inherently are born with and over the course of life some people choose to kind of you know no. amplify it and some people don't yeah, yeah. so it's a choice that so you open make to pain and pleasure. it's as open simple as that I am <laughs> I'm going to thank life. you uh, so much thank you so much Sharon for doing this thank you it means so much to me for uh, I'm pretty sure for this, for Alive and Kicking, uh, for what it really means, for what it really stands. You took out time, you are with us today and uh, I'm just so glad we had this conversation, you know. Uh, I'm probably going to make it up to you with what, a meal, happy meal, coffee, I don't know, we'll catch up. <laughs> I think, I think you have to make it up with the fact that you remember why we both were crying because even right, I don't you know, know I can't why recollect. we were crying. And not, yeah, and not that, and my mind is now going on, you know, why can't I figure this out, especially because what we cried, exactly? like, I'm what was to, it? I'm going to think about it over the night and wonder why was it, why was I crying in the first place? But anyway, I'll, I'll let you know why was, why was I crying and why were you crying as well? And uh, thank you so much for joining. <laughs> I'm going to ask the users to share this because sharing is good like this because there's so much to dislike already and subscribe because it doesn't cost a penny we're going to be on youtube instagram uh, facebook spotify as well uh, you can check this episode out it's called the essence of vulnerability i am rahul bamne we're doing alive and kicking feet sharon de silva thank you so much <laughs> thank you <laughs>
Hey, so the next time someone asks you how are you doing, you better say I'm alive and kicking. Thank you for making it till the end of the podcast. You can check out our other episodes and visit our social media pages for other alive and kicking related content. Thank you.